episode we have a special guest as you can see in front of us or next to us right you know big shout outs to you know how we got connected right we want to start with that yeah but i think really <laughs> quick danny you know we always have a lot of special guests and we appreciate this guest um because obviously they let us kind of come into their home with their nice brick wall like sheesh yeah <laughs> very chic very chic <laughs> But before we get into our episode, you know we want to just start out with our segment of our of our shout out segment, our big up section, right? So I just want to shout out a few, you know, podcasters that we know are up and coming, you know, running with them. So you know we got attend Entertainment Unlock, Blurred by Nature, Run Thrive Survive, you know, So with This Ring, Excuse Me Brother podcast, and you know some honorable YouTube mentions, you know, Jovane Survive, sorry, Jovan. Bryson, you're going to hate me for saying it wrong. <laughs> Scott Bernhardt, um, big homie Omar's Lord, because he definitely did the intro for us. Yes. And of course, big shout out to Skino Music. If you don't know about Skino Music, Google it, YouTube it, everything. Get into it, yeah. Serious. Driving on sunny days, we can skate. I got a place for you. This home that you put effort in, you told me it was made for two. The chances I would take for you to show you we're unbreakable. Every time we bonding. And when I'm in trouble, you get me out just like a bondsman. And kiss me in my sleep. When you feel them tears on my shoulder, you may weep. Even if it takes you weeks, I'll provide you what you need. For better or worse, at times we have broken up, but still made it work. For what it's worth, half of your burdens, I'ma help you hold that. It's relational, so I know that the soul... So now, on to the main event. Yes, so we would like to welcome Jeremy and Tony. Thank you guys for having us. Yeah, well, thank you for coming on. Yes. We're very appreciative of you guys just jumping on with us. Um, not spur of the moment, but spur of the moment. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Shout out to your brother, Jeffrey. Yes. Okay. Making a connection. Yes. That's AKA Costco. One more Um, but you know, definitely just thank you guys for coming on. Obviously, for those who don't know, um, you know, Tony and or Tony, you know, I might intertween between uh, both names, but is this definitely the sister? For uh, Jeffrey on a, who came on an earlier episode, and then we got to be connected with her now husband Jeremy. So we're gonna talk about their whole experience and just see how it all comes together, right? Yeah. So I guess you know, let's 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 get into a little bit of the content. So go ahead, sis. Like, let's. What do we need to know about them? Well, we need to know everything about you, <laughs> right? So tell us. Tell us, you know, your ages, your background, as in like work background, and also like how did you meet? Okay. No, I'd rather you go first. Okay. <laughs> um, well, we're the same age. We are 27. Uh, we're a couple months apart. He's in March, I'm in August. Um, work background, well, where I'm from, I'm Jamaican, so moved here 2005, went to the same high school, so that's how we met. We can get into the longer story after, but. We went to the same high school. Um, that's where we met. And work-wise, I've been in the marketing slash advertising space for a little while. So right now I work as an account manager for um, a retargeting company. Nice. And uh, me, I'm a little bit more simple. Um, <laughs> I'm currently an account manager at a home care agency. So I basically help uh, bridge the connection between elderly and disabled people who need help um, for home health based services or physical therapy services. Um, I have history in corporate America, 
Um, they didn't enjoy it, so marketing gives me a little bit of free time. We're working on our online business together. Right. Um, so, yeah, that's about it. Where are you from? Oh, where I'm from. <laughs> How can I forget that? So, um, I'm Taino Indian descent um, from the island of Puerto Rico. I was born there. Well, my mom was born there from Ponce, mm-hmm. and my dad was born here, but um, he also has the same descent. So, okay. can you speak a little Espanol? I cannot. I'm a New York. Say as much as <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, a New I'm a New Yorker. I'm representative for all the New Yorkers. Wow! So I gotta speak the Spanish. I can, yes, you, I can understand. <laughs> I can understand it, but I can't speak it back to you. I'll talk to you in English. You call. You talk to me in Spanish. It's a I am me, Papa. I'm 28. I'm giving myself to 30. So <laughs> oh man! So being that you you both met in high school, funny enough, we met in high school. Like, did you met in class? Was it a lunchroom? Was like when you guys were walking in together, saw her from across the room or something? I think we had like mutual friends in high school. That's yeah, I think we had mutual friends, and it would kind of be like we would hang out with the same friends and see each other, but we didn't really intermingle in the beginning. I would say. Like we weren't really friends in the beginning. Well, I could so say it was a high and by. Yeah, I was kind saying, of. Yeah. yeah, it was a high and by, but then when we were saying hi, we totally did not like each other. <laughs> yeah, so we were looking forward to the vibe and the high. Um, she was just one of those that you know just like to, you know, just be a little bit abrupt and give a little bit of attitude. So she had to put that shell. You know, in high school, I you have your three brothers. So you see, but, you know, she was, <laughs> no, but she's also Dominican, so right? Exactly. Like, you know, she, she's, exactly. Well, she's rough around the edges. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was a player. Ah, <laughs> I had to clap back. Every so it's funny out. we we have the same family dynamic, just flipped. So I have three brothers, two older, one younger. He has three sisters, two older, one younger. Wow. So we're the same age, same dynamic, same thing with our like like our family's literally structured the same. Mine's just Jamaican, his is Hispanic, which is pretty wow. funny. That's hilarious. Okay. Yeah. So do you do you drop the no not drop here? Do you you know cook up the the Spanish cuisines? I don't. I'm not gonna. Daddy, the Spanish rice? No, I don't. But I'll tell you. Mom does. My mom does. My mom cooks really, really well. Um, when I actually do try, I can't cook something edible, you know. But oh man, I don't really, I don't really have all yeah. the recipes. But you know, I want to be more intentional about that. Okay. So yeah, that's why you gotta go to YouTube University. YouTube University does it all. Why you? <laughs> I was gonna ask me what's that? You you YU, YouTube University, <laughs> on the corner of the internet. <laughs> okay, so I guess another language question I got for you, Jay. Okay. So, I, I don't speak not, Japanese. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> so I watch anime, so I guess I speak around. I watch subs. Oh yeah, it's better that way. Um, yeah, it's true. It's true. I feel like the voice actors like they actually put passion into. They do. They do. They do. It's true. It's true. Um. My question is, so, you know, you don't speak Spanish yet, as that's a growing process, right? Um, do you understand and maybe try to speak the Jamaican patois to Tony? That's a good question. I feel like I you might do it every now and then. <laughs> I, I, I hit it with a word. I hit it with a phrase. But, every you know, I don't, I don't actually try to talk in the, the accent or the dialect because mm-hmm. I'll butcher it. He does understand more and more, though. I think, yeah. like, as we spend... He spends more time with my family. He mm-hmm. understands. If we're just talking like quickly, you know how we can talk quick because yeah. Jamaicans versus like we're actually being intentional about what we're saying. If we're right. slowing down how we're talking, he'll get it. Yeah, but if go. it's just a regular conversation, he'll just be like, I have no idea. It's a proving though. It's a 
true. Yeah. Good, good. Yeah, so it doesn't sound like we can take it to halfway tree then. No, <laughs> not halfway. <laughs> I don't even think Whiteway's road on us. Look, as long as I can engage enough with you for me to get the food I need, I'm out of there. That's it. Yeah. I'm out. Oh man, that's funny. All right, well, uh, that's cool. Did we get how long you guys are together? So to continue the how we met story oh, yeah. so in high school we didn't like each other at first but then it grew into more of a liking each other slash i'll use today's terms of entanglement <laughs> in high school <laughs> um and then after high school we didn't speak for a while for like five years mm. um and then we started speaking again in 2018 right yeah. so in 2018 we actually started speaking again actually dated which we didn't do in high school so we actually started dating in high in 2018 and then got engaged 2020. 2020 and then got married in November. Oh, I don't yeah. know that. That sounded pretty. I don't want to so say you reconnected wait. 2018. Yeah, so we've been dating for about four years now. Um, yeah. Yeah, but we've been only been married for like a month. So. I mean, for a year. Okay. Wow. Like, I was saying, I don't want to say it happened, it progressed quickly. It just progressed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because um, it. The greatest thing was that you both weren't like complete strangers, right? Mm-hmm. Like you, you known each other in the young, the young adult you and the grown adult you. More refined. Yes, you saw both sides of the coin. Yeah, you did. did. Yes, <laughs> it's like okay, I saw, you, I really saw you at your worst, like, mm-hmm. and now it's like she whoa, did. You know, like, did. whoa, it's like two point Tony, two point Jeffrey, like that's amazing, Jeremy. Sorry, Well, you know what? At the time of this recording, that just me and Jeffrey is talking about. The- I know. <laughs> Dang, <laughs> Jeffrey. Jeffrey, I checked. Nothing but positive, Jeffrey. They probably hit Jeremy. Me. They probably just saying oh something. Oh my like god. That. Okay, <laughs> Jeremy, Jeremy, Jeremy. Okay, <laughs> we're gonna keep that instead. <laughs> <laughs> Well, then, um, I guess let's get into the content, like, the questions that we have for them. Yes. Um, so let me start it off with a uh, big shout-out one more time to Ruben for the cards that says it's relational. Um, it's been really great in national reality. Next is mugs. And next is up. Next is mugs. Watch out for the merch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Things are in the in influential. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think what is a really good question to, to start it off with, is what was the deciding factor for you both to solidify the relationship for the long term, right? You guys have been kind of treading along the road, you know, for some time, uh, but then eventually you're just like, no, cut it off. No, this is it. Like, this is us. So, like, what at what point did, was that deciding factor for you both? Um, it was kind of like what you were saying. Like, we knew each other since high school, so we saw the raw version. Not to say that it's not raw now, but we saw the we're kids, we go to high school, we have a whole experience ahead of us to go into where I came from. We both come from immigrant parents, but I came literally from another country into this country and this state where New York is, you have to get adjusted pretty quickly to it. So you're getting thrown into something and then you meet someone that you have really strong feelings for, but you're still not at your best in high school. And then we were apart for so long. And then when we got back together, I would say a deciding factor for us was definitely the growth that we both had. So Mm -hmm. in high school, where he's saying like, we didn't really like each other in the beginning, all those things kind of 
went away and there was more maturity to it. But also for us to be together, it was kind of just like the the goals, the values that we shared when we got back together, I would say. Whether it was what we wanted to do with life, what we valued in life. We, we value family a lot and wanted to create a family, not to say a family we didn't have, but sort of a family we didn't have. Like what we were lacking as kids, what was something that we wanted to create together. So that I would say that was one of the deciding factors for us. Mm-hmm. Right. For me, what decided... What was a couple of deciding factors as to why I wanted to be with her long term was I just knew she was also a very soulful. You can edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> Mistakes are good. For you, that was the second um, time I did it. <laughs> no, um, she's a she's a she's a very soulful person. Um, you know, even though we were very abrasive, behind all of that abrasiveness, I knew that she was really a, a high spirited person, and that's very important to me. Um, she also understood the depths of my my trauma, my fears, my, my failure, and also the depths of my conviction. Like, that's very important to me. And she can actually hold a conversation with me and not be like, I don't know what you're talking about. And, um, you know, even if she didn't understand me, she always put the effort to try to understand me. And I know that in a long-term relationship, you have to be with someone who's willing to understand the real you, not just the representative they put to the table that you like. Right. So, you know, she was just real. And, you know, I, I felt like that was important outside of the deep stuff. Superficially, you know, she's beautiful to me. Um, we <laughs> um, we wanted to be full-time parents. Um, we That's something that we both valued. We didn't really care about professional careers. We right. That was always temporary. We never knew what we wanted to do, but we've always spoke about that since high school, where it's like, I want to kind of correct the wrongs that my family did. And I want to um, amplify the rights that I saw growing up. Right. And um, I just wanted to be a family man. And, you know, she valued that. So um, I figured this is the type of person that I will want to be a mother to my children. So I'll be stupid if I let that go. Hey. Nice. Mm. That's beautiful. So, you know, what I like to say every now and then to, you know, when we hear these passion moments, right? So I'm mm-hmm. going to just say, Tony, what on your And I liked what you said, um, Jeremy, that she knew like your trauma, the things that you didn't like, you know, uh, because she was aware of that. Like she noticed things like sometimes like your eyes are open, but it's really closed, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's why some people get lost. Yeah. (laughs) Mental mode, right? They they get lost in their own relationship because they're not currently present in a relationship. You're not noticing these little things. Like, why? I do this for him and he doesn't feel like because maybe he doesn't like it. Like, why are you doing the same thing? Notice these things mm-hmm. and change and be, you know, ask questions so you understand your partner. Mm-hmm. So you can have a better relationship. If they're love languages, the way that yeah. I like to love doesn't mean that you like to love that way. Yeah. Right. And then awareness is big. Not only do you have to have a awareness of yourself, but love awareness of another person. Yeah. But you have to love that other person enough and deep enough to be aware and be patient yes yeah, it's true yeah. like we're not going to move the same way and it's like sometimes it's my day to move we're going to move my way and sometimes i'm going to move your way right. yeah it's just we take turns yeah wow I, i'm at a loss for words <laughs> yeah words. um but you know i can just appreciate you guys answer because it's just fully transparent right it's not something where oh you know We've been thinking about it for a while and we just decided to just eventually do it. It's like there's realness behind it. So I could just truly Yeah, we, we, that. you guys real, had real conversations and really thought about it. Because yeah. we can't just 
drop into a relationship thing, oh yeah, it's gonna be like the relationship. Right. It's like right. So what would you say then is the most rewarding part of your relationship and what would you say is the most challenging? Mm. The most challenging part of our relationship is the fact that it's still in its infancy. So we're still Despite that we have so many things that we energetically connect on, we aren't always a hundred percent like moving at the same pace, which is okay. Like, you know, it's, that's just what you have to deal with. I think 50 years into our marriage, you know, God willing, we still going to have a little bit of those, of those hiccups, but you know, it's, um, it's being enough of a human being to understand that that person is human too. Right. And um, be like, wow, like when you're hurt, you just want to be heard. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like it's it's hard to be there for another person when you're hurting, and maybe your ego is being checked, and it's right. like, man, like you know, um, I I disagree at this point in time, and I just want them to understand me. But you know, sometimes I read in the book called Crucial Accountability. You know, you have to seek to understand before um, you're you're understood, or right. people are willing to understand you. So that's challenging for me because you know I've. Growing up as a young adult, I, I was very, I had narcissistic tendencies. So, mm. you know, I, I really didn't care how other people felt as long as, um, as long as I, as my voice wasn't being heard, you know, I was just annoyed. But then I learned how to like humble myself and being with her has helped me become a better person. And being with her has helped me be a better person to myself too. Um, but that, that's, that's an everyday challenge. I have to decide and be intentional. Like, hey, like, you know, your wife is different than you. You know, you're not always going to agree on things. And um, that's something that I'm, I'm learning slowly but surely. And the most rewarding thing is, is our adaptation. The, you know, the same things that causes pain also transcends our relationship because we also are able to sync with one another and be like, you know what, like, let's put a pause on this conversation and see how we can, you know, come together and come to a common denominator or a mutual solution. And it's rewarding because... We allow each other to um, be real and safe enough with each other where it's like, um, I know that you're hurting right now and I know how to overcome that because I overcame that. But since you're still growing on your per- you're still growing as a person, you're going through your own journey, I'm going to let you like figure it out on your own. But I'm still there to like support you. And she gives me a lot of that emotional safe space for me to do it because mm. there's times where like the things that she put up for me, I would have lost my temper and it was vice versa. Wow. So you know, I, I really do appreciate that's rewarding because it allows me to feel like I can be human with her. So, mm, I like okay, it. okay. Wow. And what I can love. What he said, I, I will give you grace. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> what I, I, I truly love too is, uh, I don't know, I, I caught it. You know, he started out with, you know, let's say the, so to speak, I guess, negative aspect, right? And then easily turn it over into a positive. Right, he could easily say, "Oh, you know, what's the most challenging?" And then he start, and then the most, you know, um, you know, rewarding. But he started with the challenge, and then talked about the success. So he talked about you know the challenge, and then the success. So I just love that as something yeah. that I just noticed really quickly. Um, yeah, so I, I think that's I, I think that's really good, and I like that you noticed, like you remember, like who you were, and you said, "I'm still a work in progress, and I'm working on." Right. And that you appreciate that Tony allows you to work on those things too and understand that, hey, she's not here to fight you, you know. 
is here with you. Mm-hmm. So like if you're upset at this moment, yeah, we may not talk about it this moment. She'll give you some time to breathe off and let it off and then you guys can like talk about it later. But I think it's good. Thank you, Brian. <laughs> you also stole my answer, but that's fine. Um his answer is a little similar to mine. I would say the most challenging and rewarding is the same for me. And I think it's being able to help each other through your traumas. I think in any relationship, in my opinion, it's challenging, but it's also rewarding. And the challenging part is their traumas may not be something you've experienced before. And I always tell people that you can grow up in the exact same family dynamic, the exact same household, and you're all different people. True. Just like me and Jeffrey, we grew up in the same household and we share a lot of similar traits as brother and sister, but there's also a lot of differences between us, even though we grew up in the same dynamic. Mm-hmm. So even though he and I had growing up similar family dynamics, we still have traumas that the other person never experienced. So you're now opening a floodgate of different things where it's like, wow, I've never had that experience for you, but I had something similar. This is how I would deal with it. So I think that's the most challenging because you may come with option A, but that's not really the solution for something. It may be option D, it may be option F, you don't know, but it's also the most rewarding because once you have that grace, like you said, and that patience, you're able to see the person through something and you're able to see who they can be instead of who they were and who they are in this moment. And I think that's the most rewarding because in any relationship, I think what you need is to not just look at the person as they are in that moment, but who they can be. And you always have to keep that in the forefront and the back of your mind, especially when you get to those challenging times, because you know that, right, today may be a bad day, but I know who you are overall, and I know who we're going to be tomorrow and next week and next year. Mm-hmm. And when he was saying, like, um, you know, giving him that grace, we've always, one thing I respected and loved about our relationship and always will love about our relationship is that we always have those open conversations and hard conversations Mm. a lot of people when we first got together said like you know we were young we didn't really know certain things whether it was family friends whatever but there were things that we were discussing at 25 26 that people who've been married for years were never discussing or never discussed before so it's just like that open line of communication and that understanding of it doesn't matter how challenging it is or it doesn't matter if we're not going through it right now it may be something we can potentially go over we can go through later but let's just have the conversation now so that we at least have some type of foundation to get through later wow <laughs> that was awful that's that, what that was a mic job my answer. <laughs> that was definitely a mic job and yeah i what i appreciate about you both is that even though like whatever like challenging you going to like gone through like with your relationship I'm sure when you have those conversations, you explain in a way that Tony can understand your point of view. And she explains in a way that, you know, you can understand her point of view by having those conversations. If you come in, like how you, I would have never thought you were narcissist back in the day, day. Like, I, I am like, whoa, never thought, never (laughs) would have thought that. If you came in, like, listen, this is like, this is the way that's it. Because I know, because I'm smart, like, that's it, you know? That's aggressive, mm-hmm. right? But if you come in and say, you know, this is how I thought it, you know, this is how I think it is. But if you have a different way, let's hear what you have to say. Right. And then you guys come together and find a proper solution that works good for both of you. Right. See, have conversations with Liz is serious. <laughs> this is an amazing couple. Get into right. it. All right? right. Get into it.
You a couple running filter? <laughs> Yeah, you can't. I gotta say that again. It's always my famous line to say, "My cup running over." <laughs> um, but just wow, like you know, it's, the dynamics there is just you know. I guess we we can relate to it, right? You know, when we got married at twenty one, you know, fun fact for those who don't know, we got married at twenty one, like babies, if you will. Um, and people were saying, you know, it, a lot of support we did get, but a lot of people didn't know we was talking about like future plans you know, way ahead of our time. And a lot of people didn't think like that, right? So, like, fun fact, um, before we was married, we talked about leaving the country. Yeah. <laughs> so he's going to move to Canada because they have Canada. free health care. <laughs> 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 I think everyone who had immigrant parents definitely says that. They're just right? like, mm, let's go. <laughs> so, you know, like, but, you know, a lot of people kind of just, they don't really talk like it. Either they just do it or they just don't or they leave it as a thought process. But we talked about it and we came close. I don't remember what stopped us. We came close, but you know, we didn't do it. But it's just having conversations way ahead of your time, way ahead of you know your peers who are in currently married, and that's what I really love and appreciate about just this conversation so far. It's good, so you know where the relationship is going. If you don't have conversations, right. you're thinking one way, and then you know he's thinking another way, and it's like it comes down to oh, wow, we're not on the same page, right? Right. and then things dissipate, right? We're breaking up, we're angry at each other, we're upset, and you're. Re- resentment comes into play and all these types of things but it's like only you had the conversation so you know okay is this some place I want to be in right now or right. not right right true true well this is a, a fire couple man it's a fire couple so since you mentioned <laughs> it before I have to mention him again you know big up you know F.A. and, and B you know obviously this is really the connection for for, for F.A. right you know the sister but you know this is just what I'm just noticing is just you know like-minded individuals and even though your family you don't even have to be like-minded but you know the fact that you know this connection was built and we're all just like-minded and funny enough we're all married you know the dynamics are all just amazing right yeah and um, it's something that he told us um last night actually um jeffrey he was like he never thought he would be around a uh, be yes. married around people his age yeah all the married like, people, all the married people. Yeah. and i was like wow I never thought about that either. Like to think that I'll be a young twenty-something hanging out with other young twenty-somethings that are married. It's like, and it's it comes from where your family too, because like my parents had three kids before they got married, and growing up, I never saw them hang out with other married couples, mm. even even if it was their age. The only other married couples was if it was someone in their family who was married. Right. But even that, the the marriage dynamics in I would say both our families, it was either people married repeatedly. Or divorced, or unhappily married, or right, even if they're right. married forty years, they they were unhappy since day one. And it was kind of just like, make we married. Like it wasn't a, it wasn't <laughs> yeah. a, oh like we're actually doing this because we want. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was thinking about how we get that one. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't like a we're actually we love each other. We're going to get married. It was like a well, we have kids now. We should probably just get married, yeah. right? Yeah. I think that just really attributes to the fact that like all of us just want to see different than what we saw growing yeah, up. Yeah, like, we, yeah, yeah, we want to change change the world we saw before. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even if some things culturally that we you know we don't want to implement, right? Uh, we're not gonna get into that. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. A little pluck here and there. I don't know if I want to be like a pluck. 
listen. You know, you know like, easy as so. You're trying to get yourself. crazy in the story. Get the doctor's involved. Not that, no. no. no I sorry, do sorry, sorry. I said high levels of embarrassment. I gotta say, John Clifford. Yeah. 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 I'm gonna say slides. Um, <laughs> but um, what I think alright well I think what I want to do then is transition into my next question you guys are just hitting me so far so fine I will say it from now my cup running over <laughs> I will say it from now because that's what she wanted to hear that's what, right. that's what she wanted to hear <laughs> well didn't you say you had a goal to have a better episode <laughs> speak it uh, <laughs> But what would you say you two have accomplished as a couple um, so far? A lot. (laughs) That's just the short term of it. But I would say the things I'm most proud of that we've accomplished is kind of going back to the the trauma stuff. But not to get into more detail on that, but just being able to break some of the I don't necessarily, we don't like to really call it like generational curses, but kind of like breaking those chains or shackles of like what you've seen growing up. Because when you grow up, the only the only sign of love and a couple you see is really your parents and the dynamics in your family. Right, right. So even like now, I would say for us, one of the things that I'm proud that we've accomplished is kind of being able to step aside when certain things are not comfortable, even if it's with your family. So not just being like, just because you're my family we love them to death, but just because you're my family doesn't mean I have to keep putting myself in positions to either feel drained or just not feel at my best. I know how to still love you where you are and from a distance. Mm -hmm. So that's one thing I would say I'm the proudest that we've accomplished. Other things is living through a renovation (laughs) that's not finished is it's tough. Like it's Mm -hmm. harder. It's hard being in it, but it's also, I think any phase and anything you go through in your relationship can put a strain on your relationship if you let it um and i think that this is something that has taught us a lot about delayed gratification for sure like having to wait through something but also just having to look at the positives when we were literally living in something that was not done like something undone and like kind of just waiting through that and i think in a way it did bring us closer because we were able to really just envision what is it gonna look like later on and i think it kind of was like a double entendre of like our relationship as well because like you're taking it from something that's not really done and you're kind of just like looking at the positives and where can it be later versus where it is right now right right nice like it yeah she 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 hit the nail right on the head and um (laughs) i could say you know in, in other means um our budgeting like integrating our finances together, right? That's really important. Um, I, I, yeah, we've um, you know I've helped her with her budgeting. Okay. She's learned how to pay off all her credit card debt. And everything Do like y'all want to like? Yeah, it's not too. It's not too personal. Like, drop a number. How much I paid off? Yeah. yeah so in total, I think it was fifteen thousand. Um, wow! Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, most of it was medical after my surgery um, that I had to pay off, and then credit card debts. But I was able to pay it off in less than a year. That's amazing. Another accomplishment is uh, not, you know, taking pride in like, oh, like, you know, I do this, this, like, I'm not gonna lie, growing up, that was the example, you know, set aside for me. Um, But uh, an accomplishment is learning how to live with someone that's a polar opposite of me, because she's very, we we have a lot of common, but 
She's very organized. I am not. I'm very spontaneous. I live on the fly. I wake up and it's like, this is what I want to do. So that's it. That's what I want to do. And she can't, she can't function like that. Sometimes she gets upset because she's like, you know, it's overwhelming when you just want to pick up and go. So I had to learn how to be more structured and adapt to her procedures. And then when I humbled myself and did that, you know, I, I saw the, I saw the, the importance of doing things that you may not necessarily like it. But it's because you never got a chance to even see how it works for you. Mm-hmm. So now I actually enjoy the things that I used to turn away from. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's very important. So like I actually take pride in like cleaning up after myself. Not like in a I've always been <laughs> dirty, but you know, I had like an organized mess. Like I knew exactly where my stuff is, but now I put things back where they belong. You I know exactly I saw I like a child. Yeah. You know, I like to wish if she I'm cooks. If she cooks, you know, I'll, I'll do the dishes. Mm-hmm. Um I, I hate doing dishes. Um you know, whenever she has a little structure and stuff like that, I follow along. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's something personally, right. as an individual, I felt is an accomplishment from our our marriage for sure. That's nice. Good, and good. do you notice that when it's organized and we see like when everything's all in its own place, it just looks so aesthetic, so nice. pleasing, right? Because I like, wish you guys could see the house, but it's really neat. You know what's funny that she it's brought scary. that up? You know what's funny that she brought that up? I feel like she's indirectly shaving. <laughs> I didn't say indirectly shaving. I didn't say anything. So are you? If the cat fits, where are you? Where your shoe fits. Exactly. That fits. Wear it. So so we're gonna leave that alone. Yeah, right? I'm not shaving. <laughs> I'm not shaving, but it, I I like when things are in place that it just looks so much better. But I know where my stuff is at. It's just when you throw your stuff on top of it. Yeah, you know because I mean? when I put stuff away, it's like, oh my gosh, where's yeah. my stuff? It's like in the place where it belongs. I'm saying, yeah. I'm saying, you put it in the drawer under here. I never put it there. So how would I know to look there? In the cupboard. In the cupboard. All right. All right. So let me let, let let's move on because you might start a fight and you're not gonna want to start. <laughs> but okay. So 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 go ahead and with the next one then. Okay. So as a minority couple, what has been like like what has marriage taught you both in the terms of culture and like your people? Mm-hmm. Um, LOL. You can start first. <laughs> I saw the first class along. Okay. <laughs> you um, got it. What it's taught me is uh that everything is a mindset, right? Right. You know, culture is engineered. And I need people to understand that. I need people of color to understand that. Like, what the rep- the representation that we have, the role models we have is all engineered. It's, it's someone's idea that's being marketed to us for reasons that drive economy. Like, that's really all it really mm-hmm. is. Like, Black culture is post-slavery culture. That's not really our culture. We grew out, the culture we developed was through trauma. So all this... Black women versus black men narrative that's going out there, like that's not a reality. It's only a reality if you make it so. But if you look at one another and you think about, man, the things that drive us apart can drive us together if we learn how to integrate ourselves, heal ourselves, learn what we need to do for ourselves, so we can learn how to do for others. And it's very important because I feel like we live at a time where, um, especially with people's false sense of relationships, where it's like I have to be with someone that, um caters to every one of my needs and i was to the degree i still have that belief but i realized that if i cater to my own needs i learn how to love myself if i learn how to be an individual be comfortable with being alone and not having to base my identity over the type of wife i have or what she does for me the more i'm watering her plant and the more she does for me indirectly and i'm not even trying to get that result out of her 
It's just me being kind to myself. I'm automatically being kind to her. And yeah. then she's being kind to herself because she feels good that her husband treats her right. So she's treating herself right, which makes her want to feel right and treat me right. So I feel like that's very important. I, I took a long, it took a long time for me to learn that. And um, I used to actually have that be a, a shackle of mine because relationships are not as strong to me, whether it's friendships or intimate relationships. I was very chaotic. I was very selfish at times, you know. But when I <laughs> when I learned the, the source of where all of that comes from, and you realize that your belief system isn't really yours. Like, people gave that to you. You know, your family gave that to you. Your friends gave that to you. Your culture gave culture that to you. Gave that your hobbies, the things you like, the things you focus on, all plays a tie into how you really live your life. And then when I t- decided to take control of what I wanted, I defined for myself what my values are. What I needed, I didn't care what my friends were doing. I didn't care what my, what my, what my parents were doing. It, it changed. Completely changed. And we kind of like overrided the statistics, you know, that people think about uh, minority couples who are married and, you know, they're broken apart. You know, they don't have a solid family structure. We're going we're gonna to break all of that because that's not me. That's not what we want. And we've established that point before we even got serious. You have to have these conversations, you know. What are your what are your values? What are you willing to do um, to grow yourself as a person? You know, how far do you want to take it with me? And because we already established that, yes, it's hard still, yeah. right. but right. we know where our focus is. So it doesn't matter what the journey looks like. We're going to get there, but we just have to continue to you know, fight for that. Wow. You know what it really sounds like? It's maybe. Yeah, that was um, that was heavy. It, it was sounds heavy. like essentially y'all are to the point where the term "customize your life" really applies. Like yeah. heavy, yeah, heavy. Um, and you know, it, it's a it could be play on words, but it can also have some severity to it, right? Like you said, a lot of things are engineered your belief system, and I, that's a real conversation. A lot of people aren't ready to hear that because they kind of feel yeah. like no i learned this on my own yeah. no you were like yeah. cultivated yeah, so a lot of things, yeah a lot of things you're what do you say about like you're plugged into matrix whatever yeah like you're no, programmed right. yeah so, like you're programmed to think a certain way to be a certain way right until you start to unplug and start to like think things for yourself and like decode things for yourself and like ask more questions right. than what you were given to you know understand things better than you can really increase your values and like really connect what you really want not what like um social media is putting on you the media or like different things that you see or what you learn culturally and put on you through your family too right and it's that's very interesting right very it's funny when you say belief because this is random um i'm just thought i thought about like a belief on jamaican belief right um say you have a quick neck right um, that would be a major belief with crick neck um is you need somebody with a left hand to turn your neck that's all instantaneous not instantaneously but that's going to help cure the the, the crick neck now is that true i don't know but like the belief system behind it from? is just yes. so weird. it's kind of like the placebo effect right yeah you naturally take a pill and you think all right instantaneous i'm order. Now, yeah. fortunately, my wife is left-handed, so anytime I get crick neck, she always just right. Yeah, but it's it's funny. It's it's great to turn it. Yes, but you still need the other extra additives like um, a warm compress. You still need. See, but we're not you thinking that. Need the, you still need the extra stuff, so it's like 
See, but that's really it doesn't actually work. Right. But we still do it anyways. So we do it with the other stuff. It's weird. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But like the real thought of it is like the the, the root of it is like, yo, if you get your hat, if you get your neck turned by a left handed person, boom. Well, how about this? Let us know in the comments. <laughs> if you ever had crick neck and someone left handed turned your neck, did you automatically feel healed? <laughs> Let us know in the comments, okay? <laughs> All right, well then we bring up the next thing, like tea. Tea cures all, right? Tea cures a lot of things. That's so true. then that, that that's is true. another thing I've learned in this relationship. Yes. <laughs> there is a lot of things. So that is a fact. Absolutely. That's a known fact. What? And I will tell my kids that. What? I wouldn't say tea cures all, but I'll say 80%, 80% of it. Right. This is strong 80%. Were you a tea drinker prior to? No. I wasn't a lot of things prior to. I wasn't, I wasn't eating healthy. Wasn't I, wasn't, I wasn't active. You wasn't a soup drinker? No. He's still on the fence about it. I'm still trying to get him to to like. So so my issue. Well, you gotta understand. I was I was traumatizing to eating soup almost yeah, every day when I was younger. So I was like, soup is trash. Like if it's not ramen, <laughs> I don't want it. And she was like, you know, there's more soup than just there's you know chicken soup. and rice soup mm-hmm. and and ramen. I was like, all right, so put me on. So then she put me on. We went uh, to Jamaica in 2020, mm-hmm. and he had a field day with the food. The like a lot of the fruits he'd never he'd never seen in person. Right, sour, sour, he never sour, had sour. like I don't even think he didn't have a real mango before we started dating. What? Yes. Yep. He sour sop, all those things, he never had it. Yeah. Oh, so it was it was kind of a culture shock yeah. a little bit. Wow. When did Jeff go in 2020? What month? December. December. We went with Jeffrey and Minnie's. Huh. Why we didn't get <laughs> Oh my gosh. I'll tell you about this dumb was going to be Jeffrey, watch me out here. They stayed in the conversation somewhere else instead of our house. No, it's fine. It's fine. I'm just saying. It's okay. Go, we, wait, 2020 or 2021? They went 2021. They went in 2021. 21, yeah. yeah. Where was I invited? Well, the thing is, we didn't know you back then. So we have to blame Jeffrey. We have to blame Jeffrey. Now we know you, so we should all do a group trip back to Jamaica. I'm ready to do it. Because I miss my tasty patty. Juicy. Kamar? Juicy, juicy. Patsy. The world has KFC. Patsy. Yeah. 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 Right? I were mean, you a little nervous to try KFC in Jamaica? You were like... I was I was excited. I was like, I want to because, you know... I, that's good. It's good. I, I know how, like, the food industry is running in America. So, right. But I already knew what it was. Fresher food, fresher fruit, fresher... I want to say fresher water, but, you know... But don't let anybody trick you going forward. When they say which is, has the best beef patties, or just patties overall, it's, tasty. it's juicy beef. It's written on the box. Tasty is just commercial. You can't write it on the box. It's it's just commercial. Do you remember the beef between Chick-fil-A and Popeye's between chicken sandwiches? Yeah. That's yeah. been ongoing beef between oh, patties yeah. and Jamaica yeah. for, for years. years. Yeah. But we all love Tasty. So you guys are standing on two different stances. Right? 100%. Yeah. 100%. Tasty is the one. We all know that. Everybody knows that. It's just what it is. But shout out to my sister-in-law, Kim, because she like juicy. And I guess shout out to my brother, you know, Theo, because he <laughs> likes tasty, but, you know yeah, what I mean? And shout out to all of Jamaica that love tasty. <laughs> 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 yeah, bring up yourself. Bring up yourself. Bring up yourself. The comments going to be on fire. <laughs> <laughs> See, but, all right, if we want to talk about the bait, you know, me, me and your brother used to clash with Billy and Gaza. Mm-hmm. I was just going to say that. So, <laughs> I was gut. I don't know what set you took. I was gone. I don't know how we married you. I definitely gotta go with the Gaza. 
Yeah. I had a whole day the other day where it was just like the music that I was listening to from there, and I was like, damn, that's a lot of all Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're good. Stay away from all this. Oh, <laughs> this has no friendships. idea. This is <laughs> This is like your modern, like, I tell people, like, the extent of it. It's kind of like, you know, uh, I just blood. Oh, uh, yeah, I was going to say blood versus scripts because yeah. it, got, it got physical. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, it really physical. did. I'm, I'm happy the, um, those days were over. <laughs> they were not in those kind of times because I was really marching up during the. I was really sad. You want to talk about issues today? Is this this? Yeah, things are yeah, yeah, things are happening, but you know, we pray for Jamaica. Yeah, that we get through all that we've gone through. Right, yeah. but let's bring it back because I, I don't want to keep losing Jay. Like he's he's holding <laughs> on to dear life. No, I'm fine. <laughs> oh, 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 I'm he, he's this. on the bus. Oh yeah, the bus. On he on the bus. Get off here. Did you try to get up? Get up yet? Okay, but that's also in they in, call it um. Can it bus? Got it bus. Okay, okay, okay. You tried doing time? He hasn't. Okay, next I don't know what that is, yeah. It's June a plum, plum that's called June. <laughs> June plum. <laughs> so did he have, get to try back juice? No. We didn't go. We were only, we stayed mostly at the hotel because when we went, it was still like, they had the curfew and stuff. So yeah, we didn't really get to go around. But we want to go back where we like take him to Kingston, take him to like Dunford. Like we didn't really do yeah. much excursion. We take him to Kingston. Don't, not the hotel. Yeah, Why would they take it to the hood? I'm just like, this is like, listen, I'm on a drive. Some people that take it to the ghetto stand and everything. It's like, listen, if anything, you'll probably just like a drive through. It wouldn't be like, oh, this park is in Kingston. Exactly. It's going to be one of those. Big lockdown. We did get to experience Jamaican driving, though, because we were in a bus that was like this close to a cliff, and people were like, hold up, I don't really know about what's happening here. Yeah, the driving is, I'm going to call it extreme skillful driving. Oh, yeah, 100%. 100%. Yeah. I gotta get into the bus driver. People look at it, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They love their coastal buses, too, right? <laughs> um, wow. I'm glad we didn't lose you. I'm glad yeah. we didn't lose you. Here, Jeffrey's here. on the bus. Come on. Jeffrey. Jeffrey. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> One more, you're out. <laughs> His name don't start with a J. It's a G. It so it's like I, I don't know why. Jeffrey, stop calling my name. <laughs> Jeremy. Jeremy's on the bus. You don't have a field day when you see. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, Jeremy's on the bus. Who? Jeremy is on the bus. I got to see she's like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you back, bro. I'm tired. <laughs> listen, listen. We're gonna oh, move man. forward because you know what. Yes. Oh. Have, listen, how about this? Have grace with me. Thanks. I will. I will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, grace, yeah. Ten years ago? No. Blame. <laughs> the long ago. Um, transitioning now, would you both, if really needed to, attend couple counseling if needed? Absolutely. I think couples counseling is something that you should go to even if you don't need mm. Meaning like, just because there's something happening and you're like, okay, let's go see a counselor now, I think you should still see a counselor, whether you're one year married, 50 years married. I think it should just be something that's ongoing because it's always good to have a third party in every stage of your marriage. Right. Your, your marriage is going to change sometimes even in the first year. Mm-hmm. And we've only been married a little over a year, but there's it's always going to change in different phases. It's going to change from when you're newlyweds to when you've been married a little while so when you have kids so when your kids are older so I feel like there always needs to be someone who's there 
to still guide you through all of that. And it doesn't have to be the same therapist, but I just think that you should still seek just counseling from anyone, regardless of what stages you're in. It doesn't just have to be, we're at a point in our marriage where we can't communicate now we need something. I think it should just be ongoing. I'm very pro therapy, mm-hmm. regardless of if you're, if you're someone who's seeing it as an individual or as a couple. I think that you need it to not just as a couple, but even individually, meaning that each person should see their own therapist and you should see one as a couple as well. Because there's just things that that are always in your head that you're never going to really bring out unless there's someone there to help you with it. I like wow. that. Yeah, I like wow. that. That's a good answer, but I don't believe in therapy. No, no, I agree. I which is, I think it's big for me because I was against any type of therapy counseling once upon a time. It'd be like that. Like, I felt way too much pride to have someone, you know, you know, analyze my mind and see what's really going on because I didn't like to hear the truth. But We are pro-therapy for life, okay? Yes, yes I'm right, pro-therapy. Yeah. No, we're pro-therapy for every human being. For everyone, yeah. yeah. Everybody <laughs> therapy. But, um, yeah, I agree. Just like how they say it takes a village to raise a child, it takes a village to build community. Like, mm-hmm. It's everybody's effort. And um, if you really, I can't say that, in my opinion, and it's just the standards that I have, right? You can't say that you want the absolute best for yourself and your spouse if you're not willing to get, um, if not willing to consistently broaden your experience and your perspective. And the only way you can broaden yourself is if you put yourself into an open mind and, and, and you mingle with people who, can contribute ideas because maybe there's a strong suit in their marriage where you're lacking, but you will never know that if you have the pride, if you, if you, if you don't have like, you know, the humility to step back and be like, Hey, like, I want to learn what maybe this guy may know, or maybe what this wife may know. So that's very important because, you know, we have blind spots. For humans. Yeah. So. And I don't think just therapy too. I think it's just good to have friends who are married as well, not just, in your age group with older people too who have successful marriages right. that you can see and speak to them as well and they don't necessarily have to be a mentor but it's good to just know other married couples in different stages and have conversations with them not necessarily like hey i need your advice we've been through this but just to see their dynamics to see like oh i see this may work for you but it may not work for me or maybe this was something we wanted to try in our marriage later on, but I'm seeing how it's working for you. And I think we want to go that route or we don't want to go that route because you kind of need that. Like, it's kind of like a gauge of like, all right, I'm getting more of a consensus burst versus it's just like people who are in my age group that I'm friends with that I'm talking to every day and we're having the same. I like that. Pretty excellent. That is. Um, yeah. You know, we for five <laughs> yeah. sorry. No, you good because we we just agree the same thing. We agree yeah, to the same yeah, degree. Whether it's, it's therapy or like friends or a group of people that you trust that mm-hmm. you can just be most vulnerable with. Right. You just have that source, that outlet where you can express yourself in a way that right. to address certain things that you've been bottling up or hiding, you know, and so you can continue to be your best self. Right. So I like that. Wholeheartedly agree. Wholeheartedly agree. Um, wow. It's tough when it's over. <laughs> I was going to say this is an amazing couple. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I, I think um, if that's the case, you know, we just appreciate you guys coming through with such transparent answers. I apologize, Jeremy. <laughs> yes, Jeremy. 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 Right? 
No. His name is Jeremy. <laughs> so I apologize, lo siento. Lo siento. <laughs> but go ahead, yeah, my bad. Okay, so as we, you know, I'm coming down the line here, what would you say is the hardest lesson like you both had to learn um, and had to accept with your marriage? I would say patience for one, and that your way is not always the way. Because I feel like for everyone, when you go through certain relationships, and let's say that either you were always the one to end the relationship, or you know, other relationships you were in, you felt as if the other person wasn't on your mental level. So, in a sense, it kind of boosts your ego in a sense of like, well, I'm great, it's just all these other people. But coming into a relationship where now you have someone who's challenging that for you, um, you have to really learn a lot of humility and patience because it's not just patience for the other person, but also for yourself. I kind of forgot the question. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, actually, actually, that's a great point. Okay. I just kept going with it. I'm like, I feel like I did. Yeah, you, you have to answer the question because I asked what was the hardest lesson that you had to learn yes. in your marriage and had to accept. Yes. Patience is a hard yes. lesson. Sometimes you got to what is it? Bite your tongue? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, I don't have much to add to that one. I would agree. Some of that. Also, just inviting another person into the space. Like, I think that's a, a, a big component about marriage that people don't realize. Like, it's not just like, oh, married, whatever. Like, when people expect issues to transpire, but they don't really know how Because it's like, you're inviting that person into your personal space. And it's like, maybe you never knew that, oh, man, I don't just like being around someone or waking up next to something or um, having that person in my head or having you know someone just you have to constantly be thinking about that other person because that's your spouse you know so you want to make sure that you're protecting them when you're looking at them supporting them and I think that can put a lot of pressure um, especially if you come from my background where all you really think about is what you have to worry about for yourself and like what you're going to do so like that was that was something that I had to learn how to um, keep her input or keep her preferences and other things like that in mind on top of the stuff that I prefer to keep things status quo with it. You can't just love a person you also have to like them. And you may not like the person every day, but that doesn't affect how you love them. I think that's also a hard lesson that we have to learn too. Just because we we don't like each other today doesn't mean we don't love each other overall. And because we argued yesterday and today you know, we're still mad at each other doesn't mean I'm not going to take care of you or take care of your needs just because we're fighting. Yeah, it's true. I, um, I believe that will probably You're not eating three days. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that will probably I'm, I'm not living But some women are, and some men are, like, they would, like, carry that pain on of the, that argument for, like, weeks. Like, no, I'm not going to feed you because you got me upset. No, I'm not going to feed you, so you're going to go buy something. And if I buy something, it only buys for me. It's like that's a selfish way of looking at your relationship and also your marriage. So you gotta switch your mindset. And I think that just put conditions puts conditions on it too, because now that other person or both of you are questioning, well, do we really love each other? Because mm-hmm. because we don't like each other today, I'm not doing anything for you. So now that's a condition. So you don't unconditionally love that person. There is some condition that once it's met, your love falls back. So that means you don't really unconditionally love that person. You're just here because you're here. Right. Yeah, that's a fact. So don't get married for the wrong reasons, people. <laughs> right. Know what you're getting into. 
Yeah. It's not all about the wedding. <laughs> a lot yeah, of people have true. big weddings, but not big marriages. Yeah. Yeah. The wedding is just the the marriage. The wedding is just one day, but the marriage is just for uh, supposed to be for a lifetime. Right? Yeah. They say um, marriage is long term days. Yeah. So I think then again, thank you both for coming through. Thought of such yeah. illustrious answers. Apologies again for the name. <laughs> I know and. Um, <laughs> So I know Danny was going to hit it with one final question as we kind of wind down, right? Which you kind of answered, but they kind of did. You kind yeah. of answered it, but I'll ask you anyways. Um, so what would be like just one quick final tip you give to anyone out there that's looking to have a successful marriage slash relationship? I'll kind of, I'll go first, but I'll kind of piggyback off what you said that don't get into something that you're not ready for, and I don't just mean like. Don't get into a marriage if you're not ready for marriage, but know yourself first, first and foremost. I feel like, yes, a marriage can survive if you don't fully know and love yourself yet, and you can work through those things. But I think it's really important for anyone before they get into a marriage to, whether it's going to therapy, just learning more about yourself and knowing what you want, who you are, and who essentially you want to spend the rest of your time with before you get into something not just because you love somebody because it doesn't just take love to take you through a marriage just but you're gonna have to add a lot more things into it like you were saying earlier um but i also think it it comes down to those conversations that we were talking about not just waiting until when we have kids we'll cross that bridge when we get there take that out of your vocabulary like you have to have the conversations before it even happens yeah. because then you're you're going to just cause more conflict or cause more issues because it was never previously discussed. Um, yes. <laughs> for me, um, what I would say is just be be aware of the honeymoon phase. Like, don't feed into that illusion. Like, you should really get the chance to really date a person through and through. Get to know their mind. Get to know their spirit. Um, know what makes them tick. Know what makes them happy. Know what makes them laugh. Because in, in essence, it's those things that, that ground you. That, that puts more of an emotional and spiritual connection to that person. Be like, besides her, let's say, for example, she doesn't do this, but let's say, let's say she left like the, the toothpaste cap open on the sink. It's like, now I'm going to blow up and have this whole destructive conversation because it's something so minuscule. And it's like, if you don't really understand why they may be absent minded sometimes, because you never took the time to really understand them as a person, you're going to think that the little things that they do. They're doing on purpose, and you're gonna internalize everything and make it personal. Like, oh, you do this because you don't care about me, or you do this because of X, Y, and Z. And that's not true. You know, the things that your focus is on, maybe never even think about. That doesn't make them bad people. Right. It just means they need to expand their awareness. Mm. So it's your responsibility if you choose to be in that relationship to help them expand that awareness in that area. Mm. And if you don't do that, and you just keep ostracizing them for that. That's that's more reflection on you than it is on your spouse or that person who's you know quote unquote annoying you or not doing for you or whatever. Wow. So conversations need to be had, intentions need to be set, focuses need to be in place, and just have fun. You know, you're gonna expect bumps in the road. Don't expect perfection, and you should, you should be okay with that. Wow, you just gave well, not just you, uh, Jeremy, both of you. Just secrets of marriage, secrets of relationships <laughs> as a whole. Got to close the box back. That gets us back to very nicely. Very nicely. Very yeah. nicely. And
and I, I just appreciate both your mindsets. Yeah. And that's a great way to think about it. A simple thing and even the cat will <laughs> Maybe the mom always put it um closed it back for her and she didn't really pay attention. And now that she has you, it's like, oh, someone always does it for me. No, right. she's my mom. Because um, okay. sometimes we date our parents. We marry our parents. You do. do, yeah. If you're not yeah. intentional, you learn how to heal those things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you tell them, like, okay, hey, hey, hey. I'm not your dad. You know, like, <laughs> put the cat back on, right? So I think that I think that's really good. I think that's really good. Right, right. So I will say it again for you. My cup runs over. Yes. That was more times than she called me Jeffrey, so. <laughs> that's good, that's good. You know, I have to clean up, you know, it's my wife, so, you know, when she makes a mistake, it's not like I made a mistake. I'm just, yeah. you know, so we, we apologize on behalf of, of all of the inspirational staff and members <laughs> of the team. <laughs> Our production crew, I like, crew, yes. you know, we all apologize. Yes. yes. <laughs> clean your glasses to make me look better. Well, you know, thank you both. Jeremy and Tony for coming through. Um, we just appreciate you guys' mindset. Um, you guys are, and I, I say this a lot, and it, it's it's not to be repetitive, but it's just for having me notice that like, couples are married, like freshly married, so to speak, but their mindset isn't fresh, right? There's wisdom on top of that mindset. And I know that's probably attributed to, you know, your um, connections, your network, your peers, you know, even your brother. But I know that's not just only it, it's solely it. So we can just tell you guys are cut from good cloth, come from good stock, and you, you're really mindful about your environment, your surrounding, who you bring into your house, who you may not bring into your house, who you bring into your life. So yeah. it's just it's just shown all over you both. Men. Yeah. Quality couple. Quality. Quality. This yes. was really fun. Yeah. It was a pleasure you know, to actually have our first conversation. This is amazing. So glad I met you guys. Shout out, shout out to the real jumper. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. um, So to everyone out there, have a great day, a great evening, a great night, and wherever you are in the world, stay blessed. Yes. Be well. It's relational. What's going on? It's relational crew. Listen up. Don't forget to like, subscribe. Drop a comment, share the love of our channel, and turn on your notification bells.